Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Ryan Fontenot here with the One Million Cent Podcast. I am so thankful that you have chosen to either watch this or listen on whatever platform you are. I want you to know that the goal, the heart, the passion of this podcast is to ignite a fire inside of you to tell your world about Jesus. Here's what we know. We know that God has put people in your life that need to hear about Jesus. They're never going to listen to me. They may never listen to my guests today, but they're going to see you. So you have to be able to open up your mouth and tell your world about Jesus. And I don't know of a better guy uh, in my realm of influence, at least, that has been on the forefront of equipping people, specifically equipping the next generation, equipping teens to share the gospel than my friend and my guest today, Greg Steer with Dare to Share Ministries. Greg, how's it going, my friend? It's going great, Ryan. Uh, awesome. Glad to be a part of this uh, podcast. Thanks for letting me on. Let me in. Let me bro, on, bro. Seriously, no, man. It, it's it's not a uh, one million cent podcast. It's not a podcast about reaching the next generation. It's not an evangelism podcast. If you don't have Greg Steer on, I'm just saying. So thank wow. you, man. Thank you for you having bet, me. Man. I'm like I'm like <laughs> Liam Neeson and Taken. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and, I look for you. I will find you, and I yes. will gospelize you. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and that is why I love Greg Steer. Our heart beats the same. <laughs> And uh, I'm so honored, seriously, man, to have you on here and uh, continually thankful for the way God is working in you and through you guys at Dare to Share. You're a blessing. You're a kingdom-minded man and uh, just a dear brother, man. So thank you so much for being on here. Man, thanks for letting me in. I, I love what you do, Ryan, and I believe I believe in one million cent. I mean, we have yeah. to mobilize this next generation to yeah. reach their generation with the gospel of Christ. I mean, it's the only way we're going to see change in this nation and in this world is through the gospel. It's not through politics. Lord, help us. It's not going to yes. be through moral education or religion. It's through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That what that message that changed you and changed me. That's it. it can change everything. That's right, man. That's it. Oh, exactly. Now, look at us. We're already just jumping head on into this. But before we jump in oh. and get too serious, <laughs> oh, man, that's kind of like, uh, you know, the sermon intros people do. Some people are just slow, you know, moving in and they get to their point by about 10, yeah. 15 minutes in. I feel like now you're not. Open your Bible to Romans 9. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's we're what we can... just did. We're cannonballing in, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Going in. That's right. Oh, man. Well, let me ask you some rapid fire questions. You know, I I love okay. uh, asking people these questions because it gives people a little insight into you. You know, in our personal lives, it's nothing, nothing too, too crazy, uh, really no, that's right. silly. But uh, number one, man, when it comes to energy, uh, are you kind of a coffee guy? Are you an energy drink guy? Or what is co your coffee, coffee in the morning? Diet Mountain Dew in the afternoon. There we go. Okay. He's even got it with him. I love that, man. I love coffee. Coffee in the a.m. Okay. All right, what kind of coffee? Is it straight black coffee or you got a certain no. you like? No. I, try, I tried it. Somebody said, hey, if you try 30 days without cream and sugar, you'll never return. I'm like, you know what? I returned as fast as I possibly could. I like cream and sugar. <laughs> That's right. Let's not, be, let's not be crazy, guys. We, we are totally cream and sugar, guys. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Right. That's awesome. So thinking about that, man. I know you have full work days, man. You're busy. Uh, there's a lot that you accomplish. You've written books. You you preach. You podcast. Book, a training. All this stuff, man. So here's my question: Are you a morning yeah. guy, a midday guy, or a night owl? Which which one are you? Just really flowing in. Morning, morning. morning. Okay. Well, usually five a.m. 
Uh, okay. It's my All normal right. time. Today, 4.15. I got up earlier for whatever reason. Bro. I, I like get, getting up early. I got my routine. Yeah. I'm on the road a lot. So I yeah. got my early morning routine. Okay. Time with the Lord. Try to work out. Then add it. You know. Boom. I love it, man. Every That's, day. There you day. go. Well, speaking of lots of places to go, things you're doing, can you tell me, man, are you a drive guy or are you a fly guy? Which one do you like? I'm a fly guy. I'm a fly yeah. guy. Why would I right. drive there when I can fly in half the time? <laughs> oh, man, For no a doubt. third of the time, a quarter of the yeah. time. Yeah, let's yeah, get fly. there. Let's get there and get it yeah. going, right? Come on. That's right. All right let's go. That's right. Now, so this next uh, question is maybe, maybe a little weird. I don't know. You live in Colorado. I don't know if you have all seasons there. We're in Texas. We don't even have all the seasons, but – if you had to choose winter, spring, summer, fall, what, what's your preferred season? We do have all four seasons here. About <laughs> snow tonight. In Denver, Come on, man. Come um, on. But uh, I would say spring. I love spring. Yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, so how long is summer for you all in Colorado? I mean, you usually go from – Yeah, no, it's, it's June through <laughs> – Probably uh, September. I mean, yeah. we have over 300 days of sun per year in Colorado. Yeah. We have more yeah. sun in Florida, Texas, or Hawaii. Hey, hey, watch your mouth. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't say combined. No, I, no, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. That's awesome, man. Hey, I've been in Colorado skiing on the snow with the sun shining, having to take my yeah. jacket off, and it was still, it was beautiful. It was awesome, amazing. Right, I was a, I was a roofer for eight years in yeah. Denver, and I could roof year round. Maybe miss two yeah. or three weeks because of weather. That's it. It's really? like San Diego with a few massive snowstorms. Oh man, come on now, come on. Well, well, you are a Colorado guys. So this may be a moot uh, question to ask. Uh, beach. Or mountains? What's your preference? <laughs> what? what? Well, you I, I love the mountains. But I, 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 lo- I love the mountains. I get to yeah. them all the time. I love the mountains. But if I'm on vacation, go, I go to the beach. Let's go. All right. All right. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Because I go to the mountains. I mean, literally, yeah. I go to the mountains all the time. Yeah. I love Great. the mountains. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But on vacation, I go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. That's, I like that. I like that. All right, man. So when it comes to desserts, and you probably don't eat a whole lot of desserts. Look at that physique right there. But, man, are you are you a pie guy? Or are you more of a cake guy? What, what's your preference when it comes to desserts? Like pie. 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 There's, a, there's a pie. There's a restaurant in Estes Park literally named You Need Pie, Ooh. which is the best name. And literally, yes. they used to have a truck, and I would just – I just want to follow it to like wherever they were. You need, yes, I do. We yes, all need pie. Sign me up, right? <laughs> so, I'm in. Do you have, do you have a particular pie that might be your favorite? I like I like cherry pie. There's a okay. there's a cherry pie place. Literally, all they serve is cherry drink, cherry pie, and ice cream on the way up into the mountains. And man, Come it's on. my new it's my new stop when I go uh, to Estes Park. Uh, man, I'm 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 digging it, bro. I'm digging it. All right, man. Well, we'll we'll do a little bit more spiritual questions here. So when it comes to the Bible, and I know you like the whole thing, all right. So yeah, had our yeah, buddy yeah. Shane Pruitt on before, you know. So I asked him, hey, which one? And he's like, ah, oh, all of it. I'm like, listen, we know the political correct answer. We got it, all right. Uh, but but if it comes to the Bible, Old Testament yeah. or New Testament, which one would you lean more toward? A New Testament. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. All right. Well, well, good. That all right. New Testament. Let's let's ask this one then. So, out of the New Testament, you got the four Gospels: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, what's kind of your go-to if you're like, hey, this is my guy? Which one is it? 
I like John. I like Mark though too, because Mark talks like a teenage girl. Yeah. Because he always says he always like, and then so immediately. Yes. So there and was then, this like, and then he went, and then now yeah, and it just cuts uh, off at the very end. Like, oh what my happened? gosh, I Dude, love it. I love me too. Mark's Mark's my guy. I, I probably that John and Mark are my, my mine yeah, as well. Yeah. But I've I've never heard him described as a teenage girl. But I like that a lot. That's so true, man. It's like yes, and then and then like and that. then yeah. Oh, he does. Yes. Yeah. For sure. I love, <laughs> I, I tell people, I think there's a uh, personality test we could do by which gospel you like. We could probably tell who you exactly. are, you know, <laughs> so, totally. the real disc profile. Test, that's yeah. right. That's right, man. Well, <clears throat> I have one more question before we jump into some. Or like really... Enneagram. I'm a John with a Luke wing <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, we need to, we need to patent this hurry. So we need to do this do in it. a hurry. So, well, I'm going to ask you one last question. Now, here's the, here's the caveat to this question. Don't answer it yet we're going to come back to it at the very end but i want to ask you this question because i i don't know i i've i've kind of guessed a lot but i've been shocked by some too so is greg steer a dog guy or a cat guy all right dog guy or cat guy don't answer yet we're gonna come back to it at the end but but hey by the way if you're listening to this and you have a guess i would love to see in the comments what your guess is greg steer do you look like a dog guy or a cat guy? You just never know. All right. So, well, man, uh, I, I love, again, what you do with Dare to Share. But there's a lot of people who may not know you yet who may be listening or watching sure. this. So okay. could you kind of tell us what is it that you do as ministry uh, specifically in Dare to Share? Yeah. So we started Dare to Share 31 years ago with just a simple vision. And that is every teen everywhere hearing the gospel from a friend. Love so it. there's 1 billion teenagers worldwide. Mm. and uh, That's billion with a B, right? Billion. 1 billion teenagers billion. worldwide. If, yeah. you were to, if you were to put them around the earth in a single file line, that line would go 7.5 times around the world. Wow, wow. And that, that line is steadily moving toward mm-hmm. a cliff called mm-hmm. hell. And wow. um, we want to mobilize the next generation of Christian teens to reach their own peers. Yeah, and the great yeah. thing about this teenage, this generation of teenagers, they love causes, they love movements, yeah, they love to make a difference, and they're on TikTok. You know, one thirteen-year-old <laughs> on TikTok who posts a viral gospel video can reach more than Billy Graham did in twelve filled stadiums. Isn't that right, bro? So, oh my goodness, yeah. Why would we not mobilize teenagers to reach their own peers with the gospel? Mm-hmm. So what we do at Dare to Share is we work through local churches. We provide training, equipping tools, and resources every year. We do a big event called Dare to Share Live, which is a free simulcast yes. that goes right into your youth room. This year, it'll be November 11th, and it's uh, daretoshare.live.org. You just get trained, equipped, and mobilized that day uh, with youth groups around the world simultaneously yes. out sharing the gospel of Christ, uh, sharing the good news on that day. And then we provide free curriculum on our website. We have 75 mm-hmm. pieces of free curriculum. We have a uh, Life in Six Words app, which is a faith-sharing app. Uh, books, I've written like 22 books. We have books for youth leaders and teenagers and adults and uh, all all centered around the idea of the power of the gospel and the potential of teens. And yes. we just love to see. That's why I love you. That's why I love what you do because <laughs> you guys are doing the same. But we're working together yeah. for this common cause to mobilize a generation for the gospel. So that's what Dare to Share. The, the website is dare to share.org, dare the number yes. two share.org. And uh, we're trying to build not just students sharing the gospel, but gospel advancing leaders. So youth yeah. leaders that have a context and a culture 
of evangelism and disciple making. Yeah. So we train youth leaders how to do that, and as well yeah, as students how to Greg's, the gospel. Their resources are second to none. I don't just say that because he's right here on the podcast with me. I'm telling you, uh, Dare to Share has resources that are second to none. I love every time I text Greg, every time I check in, every time we're te- he's like one team, one team. We're on one team, man. We're one family. We're all advancing the gospel, and that's what I love what he's doing. So listen, if you are a youth leader out there or a student or even a parent, um, and you're trying to figure out, hey, how can I help equip my teens or how can I even get equipped to share the gospel? DareToShare.org has so many resources available. It's an incredible uh, ministry to be involved with, and I am so thankful we get to partner together. So, man, uh, now now you mentioned Dare to Share Live, and I know as the time of this recording, yeah. y'all just finished one. Hey, you were sharing with me a little bit. Would you share with everybody just some stats about what – uh, who all participated, uh, so, man? So we had, uh, it was cool. We had over a thousand churches uh, from all 50 states and actually 27 countries that were signed up. And we literally just uh, broadcast straight into the youth room. That's what I love yeah. about it. Instead of them coming to our event, we're like, we, right. we're bringing it to you. Yeah. They're trained, equipped, and then they went out and shared the gospel. Come on. Uh, and then they came back and shared stories. So just uh, for those who are watching on YouTube, oh, this. look at that. TikTok, th- th- those are the gospel conversations that are current right now across right the US. Right now. Like look at that. Happening. Yes. Boom. And so teenagers still are actively sharing the gospel, you know, weeks it. after yeah. uh, Dare to Share Live. So it's it's really wow. encouraging uh, to see that. But we want to see the whole map of the whole world lit up. That's right, uh, man. Teenagers everywhere going for yeah. it, you know. Oh my goodness. That's awesome, man. I, I love that. And every time I talk with, I feel like I have a passion and a fire for evangelism, but I'm telling you, every time we hang out, bro, I just get lit up fresh and new. It's like fanning the flame right now. So, man, I might get amped up. You, you and know, it, I remember the first time we met, I think it was at, was it Qdo? No, it wasn't Qdoba. It was, uh, it was Chipotle. 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 That's yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. right away. I was like, oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy. Oh, man. He's one of us. Uh, he's a, he's yeah. a twitcher. That's right, man. That's right, dude. That's awesome. Well, well, Greg, all right. So you've been doing Dare to Share 31 years, man. Incredible. Love it. Uh, Can you maybe tell or share with people uh, real quick um, your story? How did how did you meet Jesus, called the ministry, launch Dare to Share? I know know it's a long story, but kind of condense it there because we have we have students uh, watching this. Well, we'll have even youth leaders listening to this and adults. Um, who may be feeling this tug, you know, in their life. So share with us real quick your story. You know, I was I was raised in the inner city. You know, every city has got a city within the city. I was raised in the inner city of Denver. My family was very uh, crime-oriented, let's say. Me and my uncles were competitive <laughs> bodybuilders. My family were all like street thugs and tough guys. My mom was the only group, girl in the group, mm. uh, and she was tough. I was a one-night stand. I never met my biological father. Wow. Mom, I saw her take apart a guy's car and then the guy with a baseball bat, a guy she had married. And just a very violent, yeah. you know, yeah. family I was raised in trailer courts and apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. And a hillbilly preacher, nicknamed Yankee, uh, reached <laughs> my whole family for Christ. Yes. And uh, one by one, my family members came to Christ. I got involved with his youth ministry. And he trained us and equipped us to share the gospel. First person on my heart was my mom. Mm. So I started sharing Christ with her when I was 12. It took three years, and finally I got to lead my mom to Christ when I was 15 and disciple her. Come and on, She man. never thought God could forgive her because she was such a wild child. And, wow. Uh, so I was equipped by this preacher. He was a pastor. Yeah. Uh, but he was really a youth leader with senior pastor clothes on. 
you know. <laughs> yes, um, right. Believe we had 800 kids in our youth group. We only had 300 adults in our church. He believed the fastest way to reach a city was by mobilizing the youth to reach their own peers. Come on. So I get saved. I, you know, and I start riding my bike mm-hmm. to other churches, equipping them how to share the gospel. And and that's kind of the unofficial beginning of Dare to Share. Yeah. Planted a church in uh, 1989. Two years mm-hmm. later, started Dare to Share. Was doing them both. And then after the Columbine high, sh- high school shooting, yeah. I resigned full-time to do Dare to Share. Uh, I resigned from being a pastor to do Dare to Share full-time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I got a book. I wrote a book. Oh, I just happened to have it. Yes. Hey. We, hey. Uh, it's called Unlikely Fighter. And it's yes. really uh, 22 chapters long. The first 21 happened before I turned 16. And it's about the power of the gospel that changed my entire family. And yes. uh, really about the power of the gospel and the potential team. So that's that's a shortened version of my story. Man, I love it. Unlikely Fighter, they can pick that up. Obviously, Amazon, I'm sure, or whatever. And Amazon. Yep. whatever. Man, incredible book. You'll love the stories. Greg is a gifted uh, writer and storyteller. But listen, he doesn't just tell stories, man. It's about the gospel. And so I love that, man. Thanks gospel. for writing that. I love to just uh, hear man, people's stories. Obviously, I've heard yours, now read yours, but I'm telling you, get it. It'll be encouragement for you. Um, It'll stoke the fires up in you because I promise you, there are people in your world right now that you think are too far gone who could never come to Christ. And I I feel like, Greg, you're your kind of whole life was littered with people like that, right? Like people who are- My whole family was too far gone. I keep this picture right by my- this is a picture of my uncle. My uncle Look at Jack. that. Yes, that's my favorite picture right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> radically, radically. Yeah. What's he arm wrestling? the gospel. Oh, yeah, he's arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. that's hey, – wow. you know what? You know I love that so much, Greg? This is a little-known fact about me. I was uh, second place in the arm wrestling in the state of Louisiana. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, I loved, I loved it, man. Yeah. I loved it. I love, no, I would not mess with I that actually, guy. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's not to be trifled with, but he, no, uh, no. he, he'll tell you, tell, tear off your arm and use it for dental floss. Yeah. But uh, yeah. My mom said, I'll, I'll rip off your arm and beat you to death with it. That's what she told that's me. Right, that's that's right. <laughs> but man, I love the mm. fact that, uh, man, God just redeemed you out of really a, a life of crazy, yeah. a life of very tough circumstances, which resonates more and more, I feel like, with people, teens in our day and time. Um, well, obvious. Go ahead. Here's the thing. Ryan. I wasn't that. I was right. I was like young Sheldon. In the yeah. Hood. I was a nerdy little <laughs> terrified kid that and and but God used all that dysfunction to mm-hmm. create to allow me to witness the power of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. To change yeah. everything. And so yeah. from the time I was a kid, I was like, this is you're going to change things. You got to get down to the root. You got to pull yeah. the root out. Only the gospel yeah. pulls the root of sin out. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know, that's right, man. I love the fact that, a, that it was a pastor who saw the potential of teens who realized, Hey, if we're going to reach our city, it's going to be through teenagers. And so many times I think as, as, as lead pastors or whatever, we kind of flip that. We're like, Hey, we got to get these adults on fire. And yes, we want the adults on fire. Right. But the fire is in the students and we just got to let them go, man. And uh, it, here's it. When you see teens on fire, uh, in a church, uh, it it excites grandparents and parents. That's right. It convicts them. Exactly. It convicts them. Yeah, yeah. I remember one night that we had a guy named Steve Hook. He was a seventh grader at Community Baptist Church, and it was youth night, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes up to give his testimony, and he's sharing. And he goes, you know what? We go out every week and share the gospel as a youth group. He goes, come to think of it, this is not in the script. I've never seen one of you adults share the gospel. He goes, aren't you supposed to be leading the way? 
He goes, it's sad that youth have to oh, lead the way at this church. Wow. And I, I mean, I was mortified, yet somehow yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. Because you can <laughs> feel so the like, conviction. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's one of those spirit moments. You're like, I don't know if I have to clean this up or not, but uh, this is good. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. I love it, man. Well, speaking of of teens being equipped and going out and sharing the gospel, I know that's really the heart of um, of Dare to Share. So uh, yeah. let's just say this, Greg, and I know you've encountered this thousands upon thousands of times. Teenagers going, man, I know I should. I know I need to. And to be honest, yeah. I want to. But I'm scared. I don't know oh, yeah. what to do first. I don't know what to do, how to take that first step. If, if a teenager came to you like that, what would be some advice you would give them? Well, you know, number one, pray. Mm. My daughter, Kaylee's 18 years old. We go out the last Saturday of every month. We call it Go Share Day, where we go out and share the mm-hmm. gospel. She gets a group of her friends. We go to the hood and we share Christ. Over the last several years, I've seen God infuse boldness into her. God is mm. using evangelism to give her boldness because it makes you dependent on the Spirit. So pray. Yeah. Ask God, God, yeah. fill me now. And then go yeah. for it. And you need mm. that, like an on-ramp. Yeah. So we, we use three words to train teenagers. Ask, admire, admit. Ask a ton of questions. Get to know somebody. Yes. Spiritual question. It's like, do you have any spiritual beliefs? Or can I pray for you? Or do mm-hmm. you believe in God? Right. And then admire admire what you can about what they believe. Find mm-hmm. common ground. Don't start yeah. arguing. Right? And then admit the reason you're a Christian is you need Jesus to save you and share your testimony. And then Mm. that becomes an on-ramp to the gospel. So we really encourage kids, don't just have gospel presentations, gospel conversations. And so Mm. ask, admire, admit. The Life in Six Words app is a real simple way for a student to begin because the most natural way for a student to talk is not like this. It's them showing you this. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And so there's 14 words. They say, if you were to describe your life in six words, what would they be? And there's words like mm. hope or meaningless, purpose, uh, sadness, money, adventure. They choose six words. Yeah. And then you ask them, tell me why you chose those words. You hear their story. Can yeah. I share with you my words? I share my story. Then can I share with you God's word? And I share the gospel story. That's right. Using yeah, six words. that's good. Man. So it's all embedded into the life in six words. So trust the Lord, pray, and just go for it. You know, That's, ask, admire, admit, use the yeah. app, just get in it. Those, those three words, um, and I, I know that from your training, I know that from just other things, but, and the ask, admire, uh, you know, admit, I think it's just, it's positive. It, it's powerful because a lot of people, like you said, they think I got to jump in and just present the gospel. That That's not what we're talking about. We want you to be able to no. have Jesus conversations in everyday life. And, um, exactly. and I think. Make it normal as, normal as breathing. Yes. Normal yes. Breathing. That's right. And you yeah. know, here's the thing. People are open to talk about stuff. Generally speaking, people yeah. are like, oh, this is, you know, I go, yeah, let me tell you. What I have noticed is when you approach people with humility and you ask questions and you listen and you genuinely care about them, yeah. nine times out of 10, they'll at least engage with you. That That's doesn't right. mean they're going to come yeah. to Christ. Exactly. At least they'll talk to you. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, because it's amazing how many people, you know, they're 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 not used to people asking them questions or saying, hey, tell me about you. I love that. Hey, tell me six words that that would describe you and man, how that just transitions from one step to the next to drop in the uh, the six words of the gospel. Tell everybody real quick the six words, uh, the G-O-S-P-E-L. Yeah, so it's a it's an acrostic, uh, G-O-S-P-E-L, God, our sins, paying everyone life. So God created us to be with him, our sins separated us from God. Sins cannot be removed by good deeds. Paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. Everyone who trusts in him alone has eternal life, and life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. So it gives gives a student gospel fluency. 
but it also gives them kind of a simple That's message. Right. They give, we tell them if you can swipe oh. and read, you can share the gospel. Using the <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I have it on my phone, uh, man. It's there, and I love it. And I, I just, I, I can't tell y'all enough. Like, go check it out. Download the app. Uh, the resources they have, the articles that Greg and his team have written just about sharing the gospel, just on all. If there's a question you have about sharing the gospel, they probably have an article written about it. So go check it out. And uh, man, we got you. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so, so the first step would be, you know, think through it's a conversation, not just a presentation, which man, we use that same kind of language in our ministries. And like I said, it's one team, baby. That's it. One team. That's it. I I love that. I just love that reality because it takes the pressure off because you have conversations every day and just start weaving Jesus into the conversations. When you think about this, we know we, we can't do everything. So so none of us no. can do everything, but I do believe all of us can do something. And if a team said, okay, well, okay, I, I, I got that Ask Admire Admits. Um, okay, I'm learning the GOSPEL, but man, how do... How do I how do I get started? Um, is there like a first step? I know we're going to pray, right? But a practical step of hey, I want to start that conversation with somebody. Um, how do, how does that go down for someone? I think saying I know this sounds stupid, but saying hello and looking <laughs> yes. in their eyes. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding you. I, I you know I was at the airport uh, and I, I was talking to this lady who was selling me gum, mm. and I was looking in her eyes. I go, How you doing? That's right. And she goes, Good. And so yes. I started talking to her. And finally, she goes, thank you. I go, for what? She goes, I talk to a thousand people a day, but I don't talk to anybody. You actually looked me in the eyes. You smiled. You were interested. I really think, you know, I think it was Sean McDowell that said teenagers today are are seeking to be interesting. They're getting their best poses, their best look, yeah. their best day on their Instagram or TikTok, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he goes, the ones that are going to change the world are not the ones who are interesting. It's the ones who are interested. Yes, yes. yes. When you're interested in others in this culture and you ask them questions and you listen, and you look in their eyes and you smile and you say hello, you stand out. Yeah, that's you good. You stand out. That's so, so I good, would just say, say, say hello. Yeah. Smile. Yeah. Look in their eyes. <laughs> that's right, we man. We do that at our – we do a full summer training event where mm-hmm. we actually have students practice smiling and looking each other's eyes for 30 seconds. Yeah. It's the 30 most awkward second, it seconds. Of the, but they're just like, uh, they're not used to uh, that. You know? Yeah, no doubt. They're, they're not even used to talking, you know, a lot of times to each other. So they're just texting or yeah. whatever. So, man, I, I love that it, it is. And it does set you apart. And it really, you know, the eyes, looking at someone's eyes, really, man, it really does set it out. So, well, well okay. So you've been doing this for a minute. And I know you've got <laughs> probably more stories than you can even recall. But uh, the, the whole goal of this podcast is to inspire and equip others to share the gospel. And so part of the inspiration comes from stories. And so I want to hear a story from Greg Steer of a student who the best way I know this is how I say it, that they just got it. Like the light bulb came on um, and they're like, man, I am the one who has been called, saved and equipped to tell my friends about Jesus. Uh, tell me a story about that that you've encountered in your life. We got a ton of stories, but I, I think of this girl named Najat. She was 12 years old, you know, clinically shy, embarrassed. She was, always stood in her youth leader, uh, Big Ed is what we called him. Mm. Uh, he said she always stood in the corner in youth group, would not engage. She, They came to a Dare to Share event. She got fired up. She got the vision. Come on. He said she single-handedly 
triple the size of the youth group. She brought 56 of her friends out, was engaging in a gospel conversation. Wow. She made friends at school just so she could invite them out. Wow. He says she got purpose. It totally transformed her from the inside out. He goes, and it totally transformed our youth ministry. Yeah. One girl set yeah. on fire who realized God can use her and that she's got the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in her. Not only changed her youth group, but changed her. Gave her more yeah. confidence and boldness. And, yeah. You know, tons of That's stories. Insane. I always like the story of <laughs> awesome. I love it, man. And those stories, you know, are ones that I think need to be told. We need to celebrate because you have a saying that your goal, the goal at Dare to Share, is that every teenager hearing the gospel, not just hearing the gospel, but what? Hearing the gospel from a friend. And yeah. uh, man, I think stories like that, the reason there were 56 people's lives changed forever is not because Greg Steer showed up or Ryan Fontenot showed up or Billy Graham showed up. It's because their friends showed up. And uh, yeah. man, I think this is it. And that, that's exactly where, you know, our heartbeat is, is to make sure that these teens are equipped. So go check out daretoshare.org. Resources are there and uh, you will not be sorry you did that. So, so Greg, um, let me ask people this, and, and you've said a couple of ways, but how can people connect with you? How can they stay in touch with you? Uh, I know daretoshare.org. Is that the best way? Yeah. Social media, is it all there? Where do they go? You know, I mean, personally, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook. So I'm just uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm just at Greg Steer. It's S-T-I-E-R. So at mm-hmm. Greg Steer. Yep. And yeah, I would love to connect with you that way. And then I have a blog, gregsteer.org. Yeah, so. yeah. That's Do a awesome. weekly weekly post about something or other. That's right, man. He's always putting content out. That's what I love too. And uh, Greg was telling me, I think you have thirty people on your team now. And um, are they all yeah. over the place, or most of them in Colorado? What does that look like? Well, we have a couple outside of Colorado, but most yeah. of them are here in Denver. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm telling you, great, um, great, great, great staff. The Lord has given us yeah. a great team. Well, you're you're a great leader, man, and I love what you're doing. And I just want to man continue to say, if there's any way that you need help sharing the gospel, um, make sure you check out daretoshare.org. You know, um, on this podcast, you're here because somehow you have connection with our ministry. But we're always saying, hey, we're not the end all be all. Greg, would you please? I probably quoted this a hundred times, man. Tell people about your plate and steak. Come on, give us the illustration, bro. Let's go. So here's what I tell people is you don't, you don't go into a steak restaurant for the plate. You go for the steak. So yes. the gospel is the steak. The plate is how you serve it. It's the tool. It's the resource. Yes. So yes. life in six words is just the plate. It's the yes. gospel. That's the steak. Yes. There's a lot of great plates out there. Yes. So pick a plate and serve the steak and let's get rocking. Let's go, man. Well, before we jump off here, man, we've got to circle back to that infamous question. I mean, it's the big one. It's the one everybody showed up for, I know, and everyone is hung on to the end to find out. Is Greg Steer a dog guy or a cat guy? Let us know. Well, here's a quote I always give. This will tell you the answer. All dogs go to heaven and all cats go to hell. So I'm a dog guy. Oh, oh, there we go, man. I love it, man. I love it. You heard it from Greg Steer here first. He didn't just uh, make it up, but he did repeat it. So, hey, we're glad. (laughs) Greg, man, thank you again for being on here with me, man. It's such a joy. And I love getting to catch up. I want to just say thank you for tuning in. Whether you are listening online um, on a podcast, you're watching a video, I'm telling you, Uh, Our goal here is to make sure that you are encouraged and equipped to share the gospel where you are with who you know. We believe 
that we will see over a million teens trained around the globe to share the gospel by 2030. And so we're thankful you're a part of that. Don't forget, if at any time during this podcast you had this feeling, oh, I wish I wish so-and-so would have heard this, or man, I need to share this with somebody. Please share that right now. Subscribe, follow, whatever you're watching on, because this is the way we help continue to raise up the next generation. So until we meet again, don't forget this. Today is a great day to tell someone about Jesus. So let's go.